You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of your Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Today's show comes to you on Friday, July 29th, after two days of New York Giants training camp. Thought that I would go over some uh, some impressions of the first two days of training camp. I'll also play for you uh, part of an interview that I did with uh, Giants second-year edge rusher Ellerson Smith for a story that appeared Thursday evening on BigBlueView.com. You'll also hear a little bit of audio from head coach Brian Dable as he talks about uh, the purpose of motion in the offense and what it requires from some of the players. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the first two days of, of training camp. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is a couple of guys who uh, who would really be considered top performers over those first couple of days. And uh, the first guy I have to talk about is uh, is Ellerson Smith, guy that I interviewed on Wednesday after the first practice. And as I said, I uh, have a story up and running at uh, at Big Blue View on uh, Thursday evening. Hopefully, you'll uh, you'll drop by the site and, and give that a, a read. Uh, Smith, a guy who who missed all of training camp in 2021, missed the first half of the season on IR with a, a serious hamstring injury that was suffered uh, during the rookie practice week right before the start of, of training camp, has really taken advantage of the first couple of days of, of camp. He's been a force coming off the edge, rushing the passer, uh, got after Davis Webb uh, once on Wednesday, got in the backfield at least twice that I saw on Thursday coming around the edge, and putting pressure on uh, on the quarterback. Uh, really interesting interview with with Smith. Hopefully, as I said, you'll uh, you'll stop by Big Blue View and read that. But you know, he's a guy came to the Giants uh, as a developmental pass rusher. Really didn't get an opportunity to develop last year. But the first couple of days of of camp have kind of hinted at the skill set that the the previous Giants regime saw and that attracted him or attracted them to him and, and convinced them to use a fourth round pick on him despite the fact that uh, that he hadn't played in 2020 due to uh, his team's season being canceled uh, by the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So Smith has been very impressive the first couple of days. We'll see if if he's able to continue 
continue that throughout camp and uh, into the season. On the offensive side of the ball, a guy that I continue to be impressed by is wide receiver, kick returner, Richie James, free agent uh, the Giants signed after he spent a couple of seasons with the San Francisco 49ers. James is a guy who impressed in the spring when he got a lot of uh, of reps with, with Kenny Galladay, with Kadarius Toney, with uh, Sterling Shepard, with Colin Johnson not practicing uh, due to you know various injuries, various states of, of rehab, uh, took advantage of those opportunities and has continued to do so during the first couple of days of uh, of training camp, the the ball seems to find him quite a bit. Uh, he seems to, uh, to to be able to get open. He seems to be able to catch the ball when it comes his way. Uh, really, at at this point in time, I think that James has to be considered a favorite to uh, to make the the roster and and to to get one of those last couple of. Uh, of wide receiver roster spots that are that are currently up for grabs. I'll be surprised at this point uh, if James is not on the the eventual uh, season opening 53-man roster. All right, let's talk about some guys uh, who have had mixed results over the first couple of days of camp. And and one of those guys has to be quarterback Daniel Jones. There have been some great throws from Jones. There have been a couple of uh, of interceptions, couple of of balls that that looked like poor decisions, couple of off-target throws, and, and listen, you know, some of that is concerning because he is a fourth-year quarterback, and yet I'm I'm trying to 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 look at Jones through the prism of the fact that he is learning a new offense, that he does have a new head coach, he does have a new offensive coordinator, he is working with a, a lot of new players. Um, so, And Brian Dable in the spring was very, very clear that he wanted Jones to try to fit balls into some tight windows, that he wanted him to try to see what balls he could throw, what what throws he could make, what throws he couldn't make, and you know he was very clear that that he would tolerate some mistakes from Jones. So it's it's difficult to judge Daniel Jones at this point in time. As I said, we've seen some good play, we've seen some bad play, we've seen some great throws, we've seen some uh, some not so great throws, couple of balls intercepted you know, by Darnay Holmes over the first uh, couple of days of practice. So up and down for Jones over the first two days. I'm not going to panic about it. I'm, you know, I'm going to take the Brian Dayball stance here. I'm not going to get too high. I'm not going to get too low. Uh, what we see in, in, uh, in late July is not going to be what the Giants eventually judge Daniel Jones on that judgment will be made once the regular season starts and uh and I'm I'm not going to flip out about what we see in the first couple of of training camp practices a couple of other guys who have really been up and down the first couple of days of camp are, are Kenny Galladay and Darius Slayton pair of wide receivers coming off disappointing 2021 seasons Galladay, veteran wide receiver, signed to a huge contract last year uh, by the uh, by by Dave Gettleman 
has, uh, you know, obviously didn't have a good year. No touchdowns last year. Um, not nearly the impact that the Giants were hoping for when they signed him to that four-year, $72 million deal. Dropped a touchdown pass on Wednesday. And on Thursday, dropped another ball um, that uh, was placed right in his gut by Daniel Jones. Ball that would have been a 25 or 30-yard gain uh, uh Right in between a pair of defenders, I believe it was Darnay Holmes and Julian Love. Now, Julian Love might have gotten his hands on that ball. He might have uh, have had something to do with, with making that ball come loose. But the reality of it is that those are the kinds of plays that the Giants are paying Kenny Galladay to make. Those catches in traffic, those contested catches. And let's be honest, Galladay's not a speed burner. He's never been a separation guy. Those are the kind of plays that Kenny Galladay simply has to make to be an effective NFL wide receiver. Galladay on Thursday did make a couple of of catches toward the end of practice. So he did you know, begin to uh, to make up for that. But but the drops are the drops. And uh, as I said, the first couple of, of big opportunities that Galladay had uh, didn't go very well. Another guy who's had really mixed results the first couple of days of camp, sort of continuing a trend for him over the last couple of years and, and continuing a trend that we saw in the spring with him is Darius Slayton. Slayton had a nice back shoulder catch for a touchdown um, in one-on-one drills toward the beginning of practice. He also caught a, a touchdown pass on a, during red zone drills from Daniel Jones um, on a what looked like uh, some type of a crossing route. One of the very few reps, to be honest with you, that Darius Slayton has taken through the spring or the summer with the first-team offense. But the flip side is that Slayton's hands, as they have so often last uh, last year, uh, betrayed him a couple of times on uh, on Thursday. We saw Slayton drop something like 10% of the balls thrown to him. His drop rate has gone up each season of his first three years. And on, uh, on Thursday... Slayton dropped a touchdown pass during uh, during one-on-one drills, and he also dropped a ball uh, on a pass from Tyrod Taylor that uh, that would have gone for a a thirty-yard gain or so play in which uh, Taylor was uh, was scrambling to his left, found a wide open Slayton with no defender anywhere near him, and Slayton was unable to uh, to pull that pass in and. You know, I I say over and over and over that Darius Slayton is going to uh, or or has a real battle on his hands to make this roster. And if Darius Slayton is going to make the Giants' 53-man roster, those drops are going to have to stop. He's going to have to make those kinds of plays because uh, if he can't make those plays, uh, he's not going to help the Giants on special teams. If he can't make those plays as a wide receiver, then there just isn't a place for him on the 53-man roster. 
All right, Giants fans, let's uh, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Brian Dable, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, motion on offense. We'll also get to the interview I did with Ellerson Smith. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, we're back here on the Valentine's Views podcast. Ed Valentine with you talking about the first couple of days of uh, of Giants training camp. And you know, the biggest story of the first couple of days of training camp has been the uh, the difference in the Giants offense. The Brian Dable Mike Kafka offense is is light and day different than uh, than the Joe Judge, Jason Garrett, Freddie Kitchens offense. Shoot, it's light and day different from anything that uh, that we've ever actually seen the New York Giants put together on offense. I've heard it described over the first couple of days. I've heard the basketball on grass term used. I've also I also heard someone call it uh, arena football. Um, type of an offense so uh, what you're looking at is a quick throw offense you're looking at an offense that that moves guys around constantly that always has interesting alignments has some interesting play designs we'll we'll sometimes see Wandale Robinson in the backfield we'll see Saquon Barkley lined up out wide we'll see all different sorts of of combinations a lot of quick throws, a lot of horizontal stuff, stuff that's designed to get guys in catch and run situations. Lots and lots of pre-snap motion stuff that uh, that many of us have been screaming for for the last couple of years and, and haven't seen. But it's plentiful in this offense. So uh, had a chance to talk to Brian Dable on Thursday during his his media session we all had a chance to to talk to him and uh, a couple of the questions that Dable was asked were in regards to the motion the purpose of the motion and and what it requires from players so let's uh, let's hear a quick clip of Dable talking about the motion and uh, and what players need to uh need to do in order to be comfortable with it. Brian, obviously a lot of pre-snap motion in this offense. What, what does that accomplish? What are you trying to, to gain by using that? We're stationary. Yeah, no. I mean, look, we, we, each day we kind of emphasize 
particular things. Um, I know yesterday there was a lot of that. There'll be, you know, probably some today. Um, but I think that each week, not like we're just installing our plays right now and, you know, installing motions, installing shifts so the guys can get used to running them. Um, you know, there's there's time to do it. There's time not. You know, we got to make sure we're getting in and out of the huddle when there's longer plays with different types of motions. So you're, you're practicing all those things, Dan, so that when you want to run them, when it really counts, that you've practiced them enough and you feel comfortable with them. Brian, Brian what did you... does that put more on players? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. You'd have to ask those guys. Um, I'm not really too much about worried about fun. Uh, what we're trying to do is whatever we need to do to help our guys uh, and cause conflicts, issues with the defense. And is it more to learn? Sure, because there's there's added calls to it. You know, there's. You start on one side and you have to be on the other side. You got to start in the backfield and be out here. And you know, there's a little bit of thinking that goes along with it. So again, back to the the identity. You know, smart is the first thing that we, we look for. Um, and we certainly, you know, we put a lot on these players. Um, one, because I think they can handle it. And if they can't, you know, we'll we'll tighten it back and make sure we do the things that that they can do. But again, first day of training camp, we're going to go through another however many of these guys. It's there's going to be more stuff at it and different things that we do. And that's all really to prepare yourself when you start playing games. Uh, that's what practice is for. All right. That was head coach Brian Dable talking about uh, all of the motion that the Giants are employing in their offense, what uh, what it's designed to do and uh, and what it requires from the offensive players trying to execute it. Uh, thought I would talk a little bit about a couple of interesting roster moves that the Giants made this week. They added a couple of really, really interesting veteran players to the roster. Andrew Adams, guy who's familiar to Giants fans, made the Giants roster in 2016 out of Connecticut as an undrafted free agent played some pretty good football for the Giants in 2016-2017, was uh, was cut in 2018 at the beginning of the uh, the Pat Shermer era as head coach, uh, one of those guys who uh, who, who was let go as the uh, as Shermer tried to uh, to revamp the roster into uh, into the type of team that he wanted a guy who to be honest with you probably should not have been let go at that time but uh, but was let go landed in Tampa Bay with the Buccaneers won a Super Bowl spent four years there uh, started some games was a backup for some games played uh, played a lot of special teams. Brought back to the Giants this week um, to to provide depth to compete at the safety spot. Obviously, uh, you know a different player maybe than he was four or five years ago. But Andrew Adams is a guy. Uh, considering the safety depth that the Giants have, considering the fact that that slot corner might be an issue and. You know, knowing Julian Love, who's who's penciled in as a starting safety next to Xavier McKinney, who knows? Julian Love could wind up playing some slot. You never know. Uh, the Giants might need Love to move down there you know, due to uh, you know some of the issues that they have with with depth at cornerback. The only uh, you know, aside from Xavier McKinney and Julian Love, you're looking at uh, 
at Dane Belton, fourth round pick as the guy that was penciled in as the third safety. So with Adams, the Giants have added some experience, some flexibility, some depth, good move that should help their football team. I would expect at this point that Andrew Adams makes the 53-man roster. Another guy that the Giants brought in is Nick Williams, a big defensive lineman who uh, spent last year, I believe, with the Detroit Lions, guy who uh, Joe Shane was familiar with from, I believe, the Miami Dolphins earlier in his career. Williams is a guy who who should provide some depth for the Giants along that defensive front. You know, the Giants have, have Leonard Williams. They have Dexter Lawrence. They have fifth-round pick D.J. Davidson, who, you know, we don't know whether Davidson's going to be uh, a successful NFL player or not. But uh, the Giants could obviously, you know, use the depth up front on that defensive line. Williams has has been a decent pass rusher, you know, from the interior the past couple of years. So uh, the Giants are hoping that Williams will will bring them, you know, some some interior depth. Uh, just a couple of examples of of GM Joe Shane, you know, continuing to try to churn this roster, continuing to try to find, you know, small signings that might make the Giants incrementally better, you know, heading into the 2022 season. All right, Giants fans, let's get to uh let's let's get to the interview that I did with uh with Ellerson Smith. And please remember if you want to read the full story uh that I did on Smith, please you go to bigblueview.com and check that out. This is kind of a big day for you. You didn't get to this thing last year, did you? Yeah, yeah, how, yeah, how, yeah. how nice is it? How big is it for you to actually get out here from the yeah. beginning? No, it's, I mean, this is what I'm here to do, so I'm very excited for that because, like you said, last year I didn't even get to a day of training camp, so I think this is uh, will be a big time for me um, just in the fact that, you know, I have a lot of days where I can get better. And I pride myself on, you know, taking, our, you know, we were talking about today, we got to take one step forward. You just do that every day, and I think training camp's a perfect time to work on your craft and you know get acclimated. And yeah, I'm excited for it. You, you know, obviously, you had the it was a hamstring, right? Yeah. You had the hamstring, and had to be a pretty significant one with the amount of time that you missed. Yes. Yeah. Um, you missed all the training camp. You're on mm-hmm. the pup list for half the year. Um, you got to play, you know, mm-hmm. a decent amount here and there, the second half of the year, but. You know, how difficult is that to play at this level for the first time, really without, you know, without all of that preparation? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's tough coming back in the middle of the season because you don't get the live reps that you need in practice. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's NFL for a reason, and I'm mm-hmm. here for a reason, so we're going to try and, you know, work with what we got, and that's what we had to do last year. Um, mm-hmm. Now we've got a lot more opportunities to get better. And uh, we're really excited for what our outside linebacker group has. Were there times last year, even the second half of the year, when you're playing, when you're like, like, I know I should be able to make that play, or you know, if if I had a training camp, I I feel like I'd be able to make that play, or yeah, it's it, it's hard because um, sometimes you can obviously fall down that like thought pattern, but you know, you want to stay present and you know just work with the opportunity you have in front of you and. Um, yeah, mine last year was coming in week eight and getting the reps I did, but I tried to make the most out of each rep. And uh, 
That's what we're going to do this this next season too. Looking at the the opportunity that you have this year, new defense. Um, how do you feel about about the opportunity that you have, about the room that you're in? Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about the room that we're in. I think we have um, a lot of talented players who bring a lot of different things. You know, we have uh, Kayvon, who's obviously extremely talented, and I'm going to draft him number four, five overall for a reason. Um, we got him and Aziz and uh, Hadi, uh, Q. All those guys bring different guy- things to the table. Uh, Ox as well. Um, and we're all going to be able to push each other in different ways. Do you ever look at it and think, you know, there's a lot of guys here. Where am I going to fit? Where am I, you know, where am I going to, you know, how am I going to get on the field? Or do you just kind of take it day by day? And I just try and take it day by day, rep by rep, because, you know, there's there's so many different things, uh, different like uh, distractions that could could take away from your game, and I don't want to have to worry about that. So I'm just gonna take it rep by rep and try and. Um, you know, get better and work off of each. How about this defense as far as the things that Wink is asking you guys to do? It's got to mm-hmm. be kind of exciting, and, and I'm curious if you feel like it just fits, mm-hmm. you know, what what you like to do. Yeah, no, I think I'm excited to play in this defense. Wink's obviously a lot more aggressive. Um, he wants to get after the quarterback, and that's that's what I've been, uh, that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, you know, I'm, I'm training to do this season, so. Um feel like just the just the fact that you're healthy at the start going through the training camp you feel like it gives you a better chance to show you know what your skill set really is yeah I think uh, you know every day is an opportunity for that and you know training camp's a perfect opportunity for that and I think it's a perfect opportunity for me to you know get the reps in to get better day by day and that's what uh that's what my goal is my goal is just get better I know time. Davis Webb saw you coming once today yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have gotten pretty uh got a good look on that one yeah. <laughs> he, he took off yeah no, he's, a, he's got some uh, wheels too <laughs> you know it's like your fourth round pick small school yeah. there's a couple guys that played for wink in baltimore um matthew judon especially the one that that kind of comes to mind you know do, do you think about the career paths of some of those guys you know as far as how they developed or yeah. do you, or do you see the similarities in some of those guys that, that wink has had previously yeah i think we uh we reflected and look back this offseason and the previous outside linebackers who've been in this uh scheme before and um they've had a lot of success so i think that's another reason for us to trust the process with Wink, mm-hmm. um, especially as outside backers, because we know there's a lot of success there, and there's guys, yeah, like all over from uh, Judon to Zedarius Smith to Tyus Bowser, who've all recent in the recent years have been do- doing well for themselves. So, uh, yeah, just trusting the process, making sure that we're in the playbook and we're playing fast, and I think that'll take care of that. Just really the last thing for you is uh, how's it, how is it being in the room with Kayvon every day? He's, uh, you know, from what we can see, he's he's, he's a big personality. Yeah, I like Kayvon. He's a funny dude. He's He's got some jokes. and uh, <laughs> He's got he's, jokes. Yeah, he keeps the mood pretty light. So <laughs> I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see what he's got. Um, and, yeah, excited to, to grow with him. All right, Giants fans, that's our show for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please remember to uh, stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye now. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. 
But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. 